Bruce Lawn. I was minding my business today, enjoying this Omni Cold, and sure enough, this came across my Twitter timeline, started getting multiple DMs, multiple Twitter mentions. Ruslan, you got to talk about this. And so we're going to talk about this Mike Todd video. I'm going to provide some context because some things left out in regards to this. Before we do that, guys, my name is Ruslan. Link in the description for a free niche training if you're looking to get into the YouTube space as well as a free how to study the Bible course at Master My Devo, a bunch of free resources, all that kind of stuff. So Mike Todd, pastor of Transformation Church. I've talked about him on the channel before briefly. Uh, there's There's been some really cool stuff that's happened at Transformation Church. They do a big Christmas giveaway, that whole bit. And there was also some pretty theatrical stuff where they've done with tech and uh, rain. And the last time I did a video about it, I was like, man, this is kind of not a good look. And sure enough, it came out after the fact that the whole rain illustration where they had the boat on stage with the rain costed them like a thousand bucks. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm back and forth. But this is what I want to just address before we get into the video. There's two extremes with regards to stuff like this. One extreme is looking for a smoking gun to nail Mike Todd, Transformation Church, celebrity preachers, trying to find something to completely expose or whatever, right? That's one extreme, and that's one crowd. They're really looking for something to point out. The other extreme is the borderline, like, cult of personality extreme, where, like, don't touch the Lord's anointed. You can't say anything critical. You can't push back on anything done because that is God's anointed, and how dare you say anything critical, right? And so I'm going to address it from a place of grace and truth and give you guys my thoughts, how I think me and Mike are actually alike in some ways and more information that you don't know about this that may make context in a Bible verse to glue it all together from Romans. So just watch till the end. Let's jump into this. As a pastor spitting in his hand three times and wiping it on someone's face was not my bingo card for 2022. But you hit... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he rolling it like his and dice. This is where <laughs> most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people would do? <laughs> <laughs> he came with the cough. Why the cough? <laughs> when getting the vision or receiving it might get nasty. <laughs> I'm going to say it in a point just like that. Receiving vision from God might get nasty. That's, that's a sermon point. <laughs> God, I just bought in crazy faith. I just bought my dream car. I went into a car. And now you're going to ask me to sell it back <laughs> and ride in the hoop day again? Yeah, because the vision I'm about to give you. Ah! Uh, oh, he's rubbing it. No! Ah! Oh, it's like dripping. Oh! And do you oh! do you hear? Did he just touch his? Did something go in his mouth? And do you do you oh hear gosh. and see the responses of the people? <laughs> what I'm telling you is how you just reacted. It's how the people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes oh, 
for the miracle. What? <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Yo. Mike Todd, call me, man. You got to have... You got to have someone in your life that you could bounce this stuff. I'm not saying it got to be me. You got to have somebody in your life that you could bounce this sort of stuff off of before you, you take it to a Sunday morning. And maybe he did. Okay. But goodness. Okay. So a, a couple of things. Okay. That's his brother. Now, you know, we actually follow each other on Instagram. And, and just to be fair, I've reached out to Michael Todd before, uh, before ever, ever making a video about any of this stuff. And I actually reached out to his brother because I was like, yo, I'd really love to get your feedback on this. Is consent in this sort of situation, right? And a couple years ago, he did this with mud to his brother. And, and so I'll pull this back. This is from two years ago. Same type of illustration. Walk. This is what Jesus told this man to do. This is nasty, messy, and really unnecessary. And but for whatever reason, Mike Todd just decided to just, you know, jump out the window and go for it on this occasion, okay? <laughs> now, sometimes you can mean well in a metaphor or an object lesson and then it just does not translate well. It may not it may not hit the same way you would have imagined it to, right? And I think the issue here is twofold. One, issue one that, 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 that I think we have to be considerate of is when, and I'm going to give you guys a verse towards the end of this, okay? So just, just bear with me. But the first issue is this. When you're doing illustrations, when you're telling stories, I would err on the side of caution to ever making it position and look like you're Jesus and someone else is the disciple in the story. And I think that's the first part of this is you see this and it's like, okay, so Mike Todd spitting in his hand is like Jesus, right? And so it's like, ah, this, uh, that, that initially just makes me uneasy, Right when when you are preaching a sermon and in in the illustration the pastor is the hero and he is the Jesus like character. I'm gonna say something next that's gonna offend some of you guys. The story of David and Goliath. When it, whenever you hear the story of David and Goliath, and it's always preached like you're David and Goliath is your problem. Your job is Goliath. Your you getting out of debt is Goliath. You right. Whenever that's that that stuff makes me uneasy because what it is 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 it, it's a it's an approach to scripture that we, we would call that not not exegesis where you're trying to extract the meaning of scripture and uh, apply it to our lives you're you're approaching it from a narcissist you're always the hero in the story when you read the scriptures uh, like I know these are great stories that that we can relate to. But there's also figures throughout the scriptures that are repeated savior-like figures. So in the story of David, a more healthy, I think, application of a David is David is Jesus, and we are the cowards, and David goes and fights our battles. The story of Joseph, right? Joseph is Jesus, and we are the brothers that nailed him to the cross because of our own sin, and yet Joseph saves us and goes to the cross, and, right, and then redeems us and restores us back in the right. You, you see what I'm saying? So I think when we're looking at the scriptures, we got to be careful to not always read ourselves as the hero. That, that's I think that's a, a healthy way of look at it. And so as I'm reading through the Bible, we could easily slide into like, oh, like, 
I'm Abraham. I'm Joe. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. Those are people who had covenants with God, so on and so forth. So now the second part of this that, that I think is unhelpful, in my opinion, is the perception of this in context and in light of everything that's going on. Meaning this, evangelicals, and Mike Todd does overlap with that community, evangelicals are the kind of the most reckless when it comes to how they've behaved with regards to everything that's happening with the panoramic. At least that's the caricature. So what's going to happen is you're going to get people like this to repost it. I'm not saying this is right or true. I'm saying this is how it comes off, right? And it says, Pastor Mike Todd spits and puts his spit on a person's face in the middle of a panoramic to prove if you're evangelical, you don't have to have an effing clue what it means to be Christian. I swear, if you lead a church, you can do whatever you want in Jesus' name. Okay, so here I think it gets very muddy with the way outsiders perceive this. How does that look to the to the rest of the world? How does that look to the outsiders? How does that look to everybody else, right? And I think this is the part where we have to tread lightly. And I'm going to give you guys a, a passage here in a second, but I also want to make sure that in extending grace to, to 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 Mike Todd and all that kind of stuff, I'm going to get to a point of kind of where I where I think me and him are actually alike. Romans chapter 14. This is a passage talking about brothers who are arguing over disputable matters, specifically eating meat, not eating meat, so on and so forth, right? And so you are doing uh, something that you deem as appropriate, someone else doesn't deem as appropriate. Mike Todd this, thought this was a good idea. We're looking at it like, bro, it's not a good idea. It's not a good look. Not, not, not the best look, even though that's your brother, even though it's a great sermon illustration, so on and so forth. Now, when we look at the passage, there's something in here that, that's really telling. And I'll just jump to verse 16. You really should read the whole chapter of Romans 14, because this is about disputable matters in the church, specifically with diet and liberty and all these different things. And uh, there's a principle in here, which is in verse 16, that says, therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, not a matter of what illustration you think is best, not a matter of your taste in clothes or your production value, but of righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Spirit. Because anyone anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone to stumble. So, here, I think the principle is don't let your good be spoken of as evil. If you're doing this illustration, you find it good. You think it's beneficial, edifying to the body and so on and so forth. Okay, but you have to been, you, you have to be tapped in with how is this going to hit? How are people going to receive this? I actually really do want to hear from folks that are members of Transformation Church. Um, if you're a member of Transformation Church, I, like how did you receive this? What did you think of this? Clearly, we know how non-Christians are, are kind of perceiving this, right? Second of all, um, this is my personal opinion on uh, Pastor Michael Todd, and this is not a, a shock. What I think is that his mind works in creative ways and illustrations and so on and so forth, which I think is useful as a communicator. However, I think he is and was uh, a little too late to the content space, and so what happened was he jumped into church planting, which is what a lot of folks that communicate 
the gospel, think the linear path is for how to use their gift. And I think if Mike Todd was 21, 22, 25 today, <clears throat> I think you would probably have seen him be more of a content creator and be someone that is more in the YouTube stratosphere, on TikTok, so on and so forth, and less of someone that runs a, a, a church where there's people and membership and so on and so forth, right? And again, that's not a knock. I just think that's a lot of these brothers that I don't know if he's actually wired to be a shepherd in, in the traditional sense. I think he's actually more of a communicator for content, a content creator, if you will. And I, and that may sound weird. And this is why I think I understand where he's coming from. And some of this stuff is like, yo, he's making stuff to go viral so that people stop and talk about it and, and react to it in the same way that we're doing. And in that sense, he's winning. He's winning. And yet, because he's probably, you know, he kind of missed the boat on the Christian YouTube explosion and he started a church and therefore he is doing what he's doing. And it just kind of looks weird to in this context. Mike Todd knows what he's doing. I think this is in poor taste with regards to COVID. And I think we, we have to be reasonable with that. Now, odds are him and his brother both probably tested, both when, you know, are, are probably safe, healthy, so on and so forth. So is it on, is it really on TMZ? No, no, up spit on face church, Gordon, make point in sermon. See, this is what I mean. Word is the spit receiver is Mike's younger brother, which we talked about. Yes. Still weird. Still gross. A famous pastor out of Oklahoma got very literal in his sermon this weekend about seeing God's hazy vision for ourselves in 2022. Michael Todd, who leads the transformation church and told us it conjured up a grossed out reaction from his congregation Sunday during a service, which was being streamed for the folks at home. The reason he wiped his spit over the face of a parishioner who was there volunteering for the Yuck Fest. Even crazier, the guy just stood there and took it. <laughs> Yo, TMZ be trolling. This is going to get more people talking. <sighs> they like, yeah, gosh, man. My thought is, is there ever a time where... Christians or the folks in his life go, nah, man, it's not a good look. Like, you got to bounce this stuff off of people before you just do it. Did he bounce this off of people? So on and so forth, right? Because I, I, the vibe I get, and this is just my opinion, so so again, is that he's very insulated and there's not a lot of people that could push back. That's the vibe for most celebrity preachers, unfortunately. Whether it's a verdict who has grown more and more insulated and, and tucked away. And then that kind of manifests in some wonky stuff he said. And the other side of things, you know, most of these guys are very insulated. You can't really approach them. You can't really hit them. Yeah, where the elders at, where the other folks at that are like, bro, you, you can't do this. This is a bad look. Um, like I know at my church, when I was on staff at my church, and even after I, I got off staff at my church, uh, we do sermon prep. You walk through your entire sermon. You have folks that 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 look over your points. You have folks that help you think through your illustration, so on and so forth. So is there ever a time where that happens in his life? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to assume the worst, but it's definitely not a good look. And does it get in the way of people hearing about Jesus? If it's all a, skeptic, a spectacle and if it's all a show, does that, does that create a barrier to someone hearing about the gospel, or does it just create another caricature of how Christians behave? That's that's another tough part, right? And, and the gospel, again, the gospel is good news. Like, yo, Jesus lived the life we couldn't live, died the death we should have died, and, and therefore uh, allows us a pathway 
to heaven, but also to experience a piece of heaven on earth on this side of eternity. And if we were to live our life God's ways, we will always be in God's will and we get to God's ways by learning uh, God's word. Let's go out and let's let's make disciples. Like that's 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 fantastic. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. Be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and check out the links in the description for some amazing resources like a free Master My Devo course, free Master My Habits course, and a free Find Your Niche course if you're thinking about getting into the YouTube space. And speaking of YouTube, check out some of these other videos recommended for me and YouTube to you. All right? I love you guys. Peace.